Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Social media personality David Meeson is with me here on Lunchtime Live. David, you describe yourself um, as a dating expert for men, is that right? Yeah, dating and relationships, yeah. Dating and relationships. Life coach, is that yeah. the area it's in? Yes. Yeah. How did you get into it? Long story. So I was married to somebody who wasn't right for me. That was a painful learning experience. Not necessarily because there was anything wrong with her or with me. I think it was just a lack of compatibility. And I was working for a tech company here in Dublin at the time. And I met somebody who was in this dating and relationship space for many years. He probably could have been a coach himself. He's just a bit more of a private person. He became a mentor of mine. I started learning from him. I learned from people in the personal development field, in the relationship field. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm certified by the Irish Life Coach Institute. But I had a great variety of different teachers. And so like, I experienced a lot of pain in my relationship because I believe there's a lot of women who suffer in relationships. Men do as well, mm. if they're not right for each other. And I realized I always liked coaching. I was coaching karate at Maynooth University many years ago. Okay. I always liked working with people. And now I've worked with men from 30 countries okay. and helped them find someone to get a better social life. You're from, from Germany, living in Ireland, but went to college in Maynooth. Is that, yeah. yeah, that's the, the round trip. Yeah. yeah. So you, how do you help, as you describe it and, and on your uh, Instagram or social media sites, um, how do you help men find the right woman? Yeah, so first of all, they have to become aware of what do they actually want. It's very difficult to hit a target if you know, don't even know what you're aiming for. Most people, and that applies to men and women, we just stumble into relationships because we meet somebody who happens to be at work, in the social circle. But the probability that you're going to find somebody who's actually right for you if you're not really aiming for compatibility and values and personality is very low. So the first thing is, who am I? What do I stand for? What are my values? And then find somebody who believes the same as I believe. Because it's very difficult if you have to have fundamental discussions around values all the time. So what do I want? And then it's about creating more options, right? You can meet people on dating apps. You can meet people in person, get more dates, then learn how to communicate effectively on dates. And a lot of that is around authenticity because I'm sure you've heard this like nice guys finish last, which is absolute nonsense because I don't think there's anything wrong with being nice. But I'm sure you'd agree and you can tell me whether you do or not. What women don't like is men who are fake, who agree when they don't feel like agreeing. Being nice is amazing. How are you going to have any relationship if you can't be nice or kind? but they don't want somebody who's fake. And so help them improve the communication. How do I communicate my needs on a eye-level relationship type of way? Because most men or women, they end up either the slave or the relationship, the slave or the tyrant in a relationship where it's not truly on eye level. They can't communicate their needs because if I communicate a need and I'm afraid she or he won't be able to meet it, and then I'm faced with the possibility of losing that person, well, that makes it very difficult for me to communicate that. But if I don't communicate my needs, I won't be happy. So is it like, do you describe it in the category of, is it kind of uber masculinity? Is it <laughs> nowhere near that? Like where, what level would you put it on or what tier? What do you mean by uber masculinity? I know, I'm just trying to get a sense of like, when you talk about the the power struggle, you know, element of it, like what. Do, do you, is it about men being more masculine? Is it not about that? Is it? Yeah, so I think we all, men and women, we all have masculine and feminine energy in us, right? To varying degrees. And absolutely, it's about men being more masculine. Now, that being said, people interpret that in very, very different ways. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's one clear definition for what that means. You don't but, mean control? No, absolutely not. No, I don't think anybody should control anybody in a relationship. Because that's not the aim of the game. Do you want to be in a relationship with a slave? No, you don't want to be. 
That first of all, it's disrespectful to the person. Second of all, that's not good for you. People are in that relationship. They are men who are in relationships with women who are trying to control the lady. There's the opposite is also definitely true. That's not going to make you happy. No, you want to have a relationship on eye level. It's not these are my rules and you have to adhere to them. No, but like, mm. this is how I want to live my life. Oh, you want to live your life 80, 90% the same way. That's great. We have a lot of compatibility. And then the rest we can negotiate. So you think, so it's finding the, the balance. Is that right? The, I don't want to say yeah, power absolutely. balance, but the, yeah, of course. the balance in, in what both people want. Yeah, I, be- I believe in individual happiness. So an individual happiness is an abs- absolutely individual. Some people, if we talk about this idea of gender roles, traditional gender roles, for some people they're great, for some people they're not so great. Right? And I think people got to find their own way. Uh, you you run cor- courses, is that right? Beyond your social media sites, you yes. held a, a seminar. Would that be the right <laughs> description for yes. it in, in Dublin last weekend? Was it a sort of a covert uh, seminar or was, was it kind of restricted the details around it? I was struggling to find out. What do you mean by covert? Was it like, like do, did people know initially where it was happening? Was it advertised? Was it, it was very much advertised. The location we only gave to the people who actually signed up for it. But everything else was pretty okay. evident, yeah. So, so sorry, so, so you, you advertised the, is it a, co- a coaching day? Is that how so, you Yeah, it was a coaching happened? day. It was like a free seminar. It was a bit long. It was nine hours. Right. And we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. More than we'd be able to fit on a website. Okay. So you, you, you sign up. So you, uh, you were going to run the event for nine hours in Dublin and then you only found out where it was happening um, when you registered for it. Exactly. That right? yes. Yeah. yes. And, and yes. why is that, out of curiosity? Because we didn't know who was going to show up. I mean, we had security, but we didn't know who was going to show up. Uh, well, what would the concern be about people showing up? Just a security concern. Is that something you've had to deal with previously? Or? Um, it was a recommendation by consultants, yeah. To have? To have security, for sure. Because you don't know, if, because it was a free event. We didn't ask anybody to pay for it. Okay. So, is, is there anything in particular that you're worried about? Like, as in... No. No, just to do consultants advise you to have security at the event. Yeah, like yeah. in any event. You want, okay, yeah. okay. So it's a, a coaching seminar on yeah. on dating, on values. Yeah, exactly a lot of these things. So first, one of the first exercises we did was write down who am I? Where am I going? What kind of a person do I want in my life? Exactly the same thing that women should be doing as well. What do I want in a man? What am I absolutely not willing to tolerate in a man? And that's exactly that because you get an understanding of what you want. Then how do I create more options? We talked about... A lot of things. We talked about boundaries. We talked about how do I actually start a conversation in a respectful way. A lot of things, yeah. Okay. Um, and it went on for nine hours. <laughs> it, it did, yeah, yeah. Of coaching. How do you measure success in something like this? Defined by the individual client's goals. So almost all clients who come to me, they actually want to find a relationship. They don't just want to have fun, right? Mm. They actually want to have a relationship. But the way you find a relationship is you create a couple of options for yourself first. Dating is the way to find a relationship. That's the difference between me and some other people out there. And I'm not going to talk bad about anybody by name. I'm not interested in that. But some people, they advertise, let's call it intimacy, as the end goal. Having intimacy with as many women as possible. That's not really satisfying. That's not really good for anybody in the long term. I mean, people should do whatever they want, right? But what you really want is you want to have a relationship, but you've got to get a little bit of experience and you've got to get some options to be able to choose somebody because otherwise you're not going to end up with that person. So it's about creating options and then choosing somebody. And then she chooses you. She does the exact same thing and then you overlap. So, th- so these, that's the kind of, I suppose, exercises, if you want to call it that, that, that you talk about or that you were doing. At yeah, the well, one of many things. Yeah, yeah one of many. Okay. Um, is there an age profile typically? There's my, you know, of, is, is it ma- it's mainly men. It's all men, is it? That, it's, it's, that all, it's mostly men. Yeah, my fiancé was there. My brother's fiancé was there just because family. Yeah. But it's mainly men, yes. It's mainly men. And, and I do it, work with women on a one-on-one basis. 
but I have like one-on-one programs, group programs, but with women, I can only work on a one-on-one basis. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was reading, I obviously I wasn't there, I wasn't at the event, but I, I did read some commentary about it um, afterwards as I think, I suppose in, in summary and, and to quote, um, not to misquote anybody, but I suppose it was described as being a kind of a, a wholesome mix of um, practical advice about, you know, mm. people talking openly and honestly about what they want and, and, and dealing with the impacts of, um, you know, maybe relationship breakdown, but that there was also a measure of misogyny in there as well. I read that as well, yeah. <laughs> How does that sit with you? I don't even know what that word means. Misogynistic? Yeah, I don't even know. But maybe it's because English is my second language, but I don't even know what that word means. So it's it's for you, it's not about um, talking or preaching maybe isn't the right word, but that sort of the, the alpha male idea, like, is that... No, I think I'm different to that because I like, what does that mean? I think from my understanding, I'm not an evolutionary biologist, but an alpha male was back in the day when we as human beings lived in tribes of a couple hundred thousand people. It was the tribal leader, right? Every tribe had a leader. Well, nowadays, who's the leader of a tribe? I mean, the country has a leader, but like a lot of this alpha male idea is a bit like, I'm going to tell women what to do. And that's not what I stand for. That's not what the courses are about. It's not sort of prejudice against women or... Now, how are you going to have a relationship with somebody if you're prejudiced against them? Because if you have a prejudice against somebody, you tell yourself a story, you see the story, you see the beliefs. It's like any type of prejudice, right? Men towards women, women towards men, people towards different countries. If you have a prejudice, you look at the person through the lens of a story, pardon me, and you don't actually see the person themselves. You can't have a real relationship. So like the, you know, the term alpha male, we read about it a lot online. We hear yeah. about it an awful lot in, in more recent, um, I suppose, in really in the last two years, I'd say in particular, you know, and the, the connotations that are, that are associated with that. And I think for some people maybe listening to this and when they even talk about it on social media as well, the concept of nearly helping men to find the perfect woman, their dream ideal partner, that that sort of type of masculinity, if you want to call it that, the sort of the success that's nearly associated with it. People often associate success along with assets like, you know, uh, the car you're driving, the house you have, all of this kind of stuff. Like mm. people often put that in the same category as as Andrew Tate. And I'm not suggesting at all that that's mm. the category that, that you know, that, that you're in or anywhere near that. But how does that sit with you? What specifically? The, the whole like... The, I've seen online commentators jokingly sort of refer to you as Irish Andrew Tato. I, I read that, yeah, yeah. I read that. What in Does the name of you? Andrew Tato is going on? I don't particularly take comments on the internet too serious, no. Doesn't, like, it, it, that wouldn't... The, you in know. the beginning it did. I, I've been in the social media game for a bit now. In the beginning you take that to heart. At some point, not so much. I also think uh, if people make commentary online... It really depends on the details, right? But I don't tend to get hung up on that. I like to talk to people in person. And I think if we were to have more human-to-human conversations, we could find actually a lot more overlap than shouting at each other online. Yeah. But it's not... Regarding the masculinity thing, it depends on how we define that. I think men and women, we all have masculine and feminine energy in us. And there's different definitions of it. But one of the defining characteristics of masculinity, if you will, and we all have that in us, is a degree of being able to disagree, And you shouldn't disagree with somebody because it's a manipulative tactic. But what you want to do is you just, again, it comes down to communicating your needs. If you want to be happy in a relationship, you got to stand up for that. Most men can't even do that. Most men are scared of shit of women. Not from a physical point of view, but from an emotional perspective. 
They, most men can't even, what do most men look like when they go out on a night? They drink a shit ton of alcohol, hoping to be able to introduce themselves once at night because they're really super scared of rejection. Most men. But then we see the other extreme of dessert. You should tell women what to do. That's the other extreme because the pendulum usually swings. If you have a trend, you have a counter trend. And I don't think either extreme is healthy. But just to leave off the online aspect of it, like the idea of sort of being jokingly referred to as Irish Andrew Tato, like does, how do you feel about that? I don't feel anything about that. Nothing at I mean, all. It doesn't like my opinion on is it the Tato thing or is it the Andrew Tate thing? Because these are two different I, I things. I think it's very much at the Andrew Tate comparison. Is that not would that not at all bother you? Well, the thing is, it's very difficult for me to say. Well, we have to look at the details. It's like how am I different or how am I the same? It, it depends on each individual point of view. I think with any per, with any person that exists on the planet, you can find certain degrees of overlap, and with some you have a lot, with some you have very very little. But I've gotten the number one hate comment I get online is he's a ginger. Like I've gotten really horrendous hate comments. That's really soft stuff. Okay. Yeah. The I suppose it's 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 the idea of you know men looking for help and not. I don't mean looking for help. I mean obviously people use dating websites, everything. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not that. I suppose it's the it's the the commentary maybe two men in terms of finding dates or helping people to find dates and, and what's associated with that. And I wonder, is that maybe where people are taking the comparison from somewhat? It could be. People are making a lot of comparisons, yeah. But I think that's what women should do as well. You should get a degree of dates or a certain amount of dates until you find somebody who's right for you. Anybody should do that. Now, I've had clients who are so religious, they don't want to have any intimacy before marriage at all. And that's also fine. Again, it's individual happiness. I'm not here to prescribe what anybody should or shouldn't do, but there are certain best practices when it comes to communication, when it comes to authentic communication. And you're obviously a very, very skilled communicator. And communication always depends on the context. And if we violate those rules, the probability that we'll have a successful outcome, as in we'll figure out whether there's compatibility or not in that relationship is a lot lower. Okay. Some of the listeners um, tuned in to us at the moment, David, have a a couple of uh, questions for you. This one, this listener is wondering, uh, does David advocate not showing vulnerability? I'm just curious because as a person who found the love of their life and married him at 41 just two years ago, I can say that vulnerability is key. 100% agree. Absolutely. Show vulnerability. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, not, can I qualify for a real quick second? Mm. Just really briefly. Vulnerability, yes, but that doesn't mean that you need to go and talk about your traumatic past on a first date. I don't think any woman wants to hear that. So vulnerability, there's a degree of timing. At the first time you meet somebody, you don't unleash all your trauma. So absolutely a degree of authenticity and vulnerability is required. But the more you get to know somebody, the more you share with them gradually. Uh, Jonathan in Dublin is wondering, he says, uh, you're both talking about relationships as as if relationships are heterosexual when a man meets a woman, etc. What about the same sex relationships? Uh, Personally, no experience. I'm sure a lot of the same rules apply. I have family members who have homosexual relationships. Again, all men and all women, whether they're homosexual or heterosexual, they have masculine and feminine energy. I just have no personal experience with it. Yeah. The, just in, in, in general, um, the reaction that you get, you know, online and, and look, you have obviously a, a very large following between Instagram and, and, and Twitter and on Facebook as well, or an X as well. Um, are you surprised by some of the reaction that you get or commentary? I've been very surprised about a lot of reactions over the years, yeah. Negatively or positively? Both. Both. And in, in, in what way, David? 
some are extraordinarily positive. Some are, you've changed my life. With clients, I see it. And even just with people who watch my content, they say, okay, I was able to find somebody. That's amazing. I was able to have a conversation where I was able to be more honest. And some people say, like, really violent stuff, yeah? It's not nice to read these things online, but you realize... If somebody talks bad about you online, and I'm sure you must have received some of that over the years yourself without mm -hmm. knowing you, they're coming from a place of pain. Because I'd like to, I'm pretty confident that I can sit down with most people on the planet, not with everybody, and find a degree of common ground and be able to explain things in a very human way. But it's very easy to prejudge something if you just hear it from the outside. Okay. All right. Listen, uh, social media personality and dating expert David Meeson. David, thank you for joining us here uh, on, on Lunchtime Live today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.